Netflix jumps in the after hours trading after revealing more than 13 million new paid subscribers last quarter. So US stocks are set for another record-breaking day while Chinese equities see just limited demand even after the announcement yesterday that the Chinese will be throwing money on their stock markets to prop up their prices. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So Netflix was the first U.S. big technology company to reveal its fourth quarter earnings and the streaming giant topped revenue and subscription expectations. More than 13 million people just decided that Netflix was worth paying for and the number of total paid subscribers at Netflix rose past the 260 million mark. The password sharing ban has really been a boon for the company, that's for sure. Now the only thing that they probably regret is not having thought about it before. So Netflix shares rallied more than 8% in the after hours trading yesterday after closing yesterday's session higher as they also announced a 10-year deal with the WWE. So this latest deal is valued at 5 billion US dollars and Axios thinks that it is a seismic shift for the entertainment industry which transitions from linear TV to to streaming and their remarks actually make me wonder does anyone still watch regular TV and if that's the case for how long so the good news from Netflix results will likely give a positive spin to the major U.S. indices today because the U.S. features are in the positive at the time I'm talking here. Well, the U.S. indices were slow to move yesterday, though they ended up the session just slightly higher after the Richmond Manufacturing Index in the U.S. came in, well, much lower than expected by analysts, which was just another sign that manufacturing in the U.S. is slowing and the letter actually keeps the Federal Reserve dose close to the dancing floor even though currently the Federal Reserve's cuts expectations retreated to about 50% for the March meeting and that was about 80% at the start of this year. And a mixed two-year bond auction in the US hinted at this declining optimism from the Fed's dovish camp but but the foreign appetite was clearly better for the U.S. two-year papers yesterday and the U.S. two-year yield fell on this jump from foreign buyers at yesterday's two-year bond auction. And note also that big banks, including Morgan Stanley, have been voicing their preference for buying the U.S. five-year notes at the current prices since the start of this week. The U.S. 10-year yield remains steady above the 4.10% level and will hopefully cross back above this two-year yield finally, finally, after having stayed inverted for more than a year and a half as the U.S. soft lending scenario is now given more weight despite the slow manufacturing numbers in the U.S. economy as U.S. consumers will keep spending. The spending remains strong enough that it helps keeping the U.S. economy afloat for now. So the U.S. will release its latest GDP update tomorrow and is expected to print a fairly strong 2% growth number for the latest quarter. Now, overall, this robust U.S. economic growth, strong earnings from big U.S. companies and prospects of lower 
Fed raise this year remains supportive of equity valuations at the moment, even though to all-time high levels and near overbought market conditions in the S&P 500 stocks actually do call for at least a minor correction in the short run. So today, Tesla will be reporting its latest fourth quarter results after the bell and while well, Tesla's results may not be as enchanting and enthusiastic as Netflix but overall as I said no one wants to miss the US stocks rally to the fresh highs even though it's just a big tech rally and if the trend is your friend well the trend is clearly positive right now in China though well sentiment is the exact opposite. Chinese stocks saw a little jump at yesterday's trading session on the announcement of a 278 billion US dollar worth of a rescue package to lift the Chinese stocks up. But skepticism reigned as one. This rescue package was found to be a bit meager, really, compared with around 6 trillion US dollar of market value that has been wiped off the value of Chinese and Hong Kong stocks in the past three years. Two, the rescue package, well, doesn't really solve the underlying fundamental problems in China, which are a slowing economic growth, a bad, bad property crisis, and slowing and declining population and three well no one can really guarantee you that this whole thing is going to be consistent with the Xi government because in the medium to long run no one knows what will happen because this government crackdowns and extreme covid measures from the same government got the chinese economy and the stock prices to where they are today and when trust is gone well it can be really bought overnight. So we see that Hansang index is better with today with a 5% jump in Alibaba on news that Jack Ma is buying shares. Help lifting sentiment but overall investors are not ready to rush back to Chinese equities even with the news of big measures. And India's stock market capitalization actually rose about Hong Kong's for the very first time this week on Monday, confirming India's growing influence in the international markets as this capital flight from China directly benefits to India. As such, the Indian Nifty 50 index is up by almost 200% since this pandemic dip. So it's not really bad at all. In the FX markets, the US dollar index is testing its 200-day moving average to the upside and parallelly, the euro dollar is testing its 200-day moving average support to the downside. Now today's PMI data in the eurozone and tomorrow's ECB decision will likely help provide some fresh direction to the pair. Fading inflation in the eurozone, sputtering European economies and ECB chief Christine Lagarde's latest words in Davos actually hint that the European Central Bank is preparing for a summer rate cut. So more clarity on the ECB's rate cut plans should open new opportunities for the euro bears as the pair already slipped into the bearish consolidation zone last week and is now waiting for a green light from the European Central Bank to move sustainably below the 200-day moving average that stands near the 108.45 level. Elsewhere, the Bank of Canada meets today and is expected to maintain its race unchanged at today's meeting. In Japan, well, yesterday's BOJ meeting left many, many investors while craving for more hawkishness or more 
dovishness. I mean, something, right? Because the BOJ kept its race and its yield curve control policy unchanged at this week's meeting. It's lowered its inflation forecast, however, which was a quite dovish outcome. But the governor, Ueda, tried to leave the door open for a rate hike in April in Japan, which was, well, somehow hawkish. I mean, the BOJ situation is a big cloud of uncertainty, really. Even they don't know where they go, I think. So the next big thing to watch for the Bank of Japan is pay negotiations. That will be in time for the Bank of Japan's March meeting. And that should maybe help the Bank of Japan make a decision and go with it. Now, the higher the wages the higher the chances of an April hike from the Bank of Japan. But don't expect an aggressive rate tightening campaign from the Bank of Japan because when normalization starts, well, it will be quite slow. I'm telling you, still, it's going to be a good reason to buy the Japanese yen at the current levels. In the energy space, crude oil's inability to clear the $75 per barrel offers is very intriguing. The spike news that would normally be positive for oil prices like the mounting geopolitical tensions in regions where oil is pumped and transported, and the US API data showing a 6.7 million barrel slump in weekly oil inventories last week. So I think that the next move in oil prices will still be a positive breakout because all the news are supportive for higher oil, but the market will say the last word. So this is all for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshke and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. And don't forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.